Welcome back to the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. You're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're listening to Miller Thomas, the always wonderful host of this podcast. I just graduated from college a few weeks ago from the Arizona State University, the Walter Cronkite School of Journalism. I'm in need of a full-time job. So please, go check out my website, millerthomas24.myportfolio.com. See all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. Remember, every show was brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bars are not just great tasting protein bars. They're, they taste like candy bars, but they're protein bars, which is why I love them. Just go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to get $10 off your first order. That's BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKEDON. Now, on today's show, I want to talk about this new proposal that the MLB, uh, that the, the owners just proposed to the MLB Players Union about a the the possible season, possible new scenarios in this new proposal. So I want to talk about this new proposal on today's pod. But first, if your company is interested in reaching men between the ages of 18 and 44, your company should be sponsoring this podcast. Locked on Diamondbacks are listened to by 98% men and 80% between the ages of 18 and 44. So if you want men in that age range, this is your spot. Plus, our rates are the most reasonable around. Email me at LockedOnDiamondbacks at gmail.com to find out more. Now, I want to get into this new proposal that the owners had just sent the players. And one thing about this proposal, they're not giving the players a lot of time to decide. Baseball season should already be underway, already be, you know, pretty notably and already over a month we should be in. But there's no baseball right now. So currently, the MLB owners are, are telling the Players Association, you got 48 hours to decide on this proposal because we don't have time to waste. There's money just, you know, being wasted, not being used. There's, we're losing money every day pretty much. And we, and if we want a season, we, we don't have a lot of time to give. you got 40 hours to decide. And so we'll see. The clock is on if the MLB Players Association, you know, comes back with new negotiations, if they just wholeheartedly reject it, or maybe they'll actually actually accept it and we'll uh, get a, a season finally underway. But let me talk about this proposal and some of the things in it. The players would be guaranteed half of their prorated salary. So if the, the postseason goes without a hitch, the players would collectively stand to earn 75% of their prorated portion of their, of their original salary guarantees. So pretty much the, the players will be guaranteed uh, much of their prorated salaries. And, you know, you still never know because of how the, the concession, because obviously there won't be any fans concessions and we don't know how much. Still, technically, how many games there will be. So I guess all the money is not guaranteed up front, especially if they don't hit all that TV money. But they're making sure if you make the postseason and nothing bad happens, you know, making sure if the league doesn't have to stop again. So they're basically saying if we have a pretty clean season, no hiccups or anything, you know, you'll be pretty much guaranteed all of your salary. And then another big talking point from this new proposal is they they want to do seven they want to do seventy six games. This is bigger than you know what we've heard about you know maybe fifty to sixty reported games. We've heard maybe one hundred and twelve something like that reported games. Seventy six seems like a pretty good number. It's about uh pretty close to half the season. 
So I think that does pretty good in terms of the amount of games played. It won't be 100, but 76 is about the length of a basketball season, which I think is still more than enough games to be played. Um, you know, maybe now with baseball, we won't do so many three-game series. Maybe you do more two-game series. I don't know what the... Excuse me, my allergies are bad today. I don't know what the actual schedule will look like, but I wouldn't mind seeing that, you know, instead of these three, four-game series that teams like to do. Maybe just play uh, each other two times and, you know, try to stay more the same location, you know, do more West Coast road trips, more East Coast road trips, Southwest road trips. Try to stay in the same area or, or just try to stay in the same division, you know. Do division weeks where this division go against this division. You do a two-game series for each division team against the other division team. This way, it's you know, it's more uniform. It's more easier. The, the schedule just shakes up better. I think that would look good. You're not doing three, four-game series against every team. So I think I would like that a lot. And then uh, the biggest thing, the biggest talking point to come out of this uh, new proposal on the season is Actually, the, the the playoffs and what they're talking about, the potential of adding more teams to the playoff field. Now, we already know the, the playoffs, they, they were wanting to add, you know, more wild card teams to the playoffs. That, that was discussions, you know, pre-pandemic. But now they want to, the league asked for the 2020 postseason field to expand to even beyond the previously discussed 14 teams. You know, we were talking about maybe 14 teams make the playoffs. Now they're saying that the MLB wants to move the team not to 14 teams, but actually 16 teams, just like in basketball. So the season, you know, in terms of just parameters, going to look pretty similar to the NBA season. 76 games is pretty close to 82. And then 16 teams, that's the same amount in, in basketball. So if you like the format for how basketball does things, then you should be pretty on board with the MLB proposal. And the bracket system will work out. The bracket system will work out just like how the NBA bracket system does. Number one seed plays the eight seed, two versus seven, so on and so forth. And I think it's still going American League versus National League, just how the NBA has their two conferences. So, you know, keep breaking it down until there's, you know, just the two teams left from each, American League and National League, facing off in the World Series. And I'm not really against that. Yeah, it's a lot of teams. Yeah, it'll water down the competition a little bit. Uh, of course, you know, a 1A matchup not might not be that appealing. I mean, I mean, look at basketball. I mean, who really watched those Buck Pistons series last year? You know, they're not good. This year, you know, you know if there's no pandemic, like a Lakers-Grizzlies series, that, that, wasn't, that wouldn't have been totally highly rated or a Bucks magic series. But because of the shortened season, you don't get as many games as you usually do. I don't mind seeing a couple extra teams make the playoffs that normally wouldn't be there. Yeah, you might have a sub-500 number 8 seed, but you could you could rationalize it as, hey, yeah, there may they may be three games under 500 entering the playoffs, but if it was a normal season, they would still have another, like, 85 games to play to make up the difference. So I guess you'll always have that in the back of your mind. I think 76 games is a lot of games to decide who should be in the playoffs, but... They need to do this. They, uh, another reason why they need this many teams, even though you might think it waters down the competition, it's just solely on revenue. You, the postseason television contract represents ownership's best stream of uh, revenue without fans in attendance at MLB games. This is where owners will get more money than any other time during the MLB season. You know, regular season, 
are not going to bring in the numbers like the postseason. And that just, you don't really have to say much more than that. That's pretty obvious, right? You play, you watch the regular season to see who wins the championship. We care about the playoffs. That's when the stakes are, that's when the stakes are at the highest. And having more teams in the playoff field will increase revenue for more owners and just more increased revenue for the sport. Let me tell you guys about Built Bar. Built Bars are not just, you know, candy bars. They're, they're not even candy bars. They taste like candy bars, but they're actually protein bars. I come in 16 amazing flavors. Eight with chocolate and nuts, and eight with chocolate, but no nuts in case you have any allergies. The bars are covered in 100% chocolate, and they are both soft and easy to chew. The bars are great for the health-conscious guy, and get this, they help you lose or maintain weight, but you get to also indulge in a delicious treat. Let me tell you about their, their profile real quick. The bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber. Just go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your first order. Promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. The latest proposal from the MLB to the MLBPA calls for owners to share some of those television rights with the players because, you know, players do get bonuses in the playoffs, but most of those extra incentives, extra revenue for the players comes from the gate, comes from people buying the tickets. That's where a lot of these players get the extra money from. It's not so much the TV deal, so... If the owners are going to be, if there's going to be more teams in the playoffs and the reason they're going to be in the playoffs is so they can get that TV money, then they're going to need to share some of that TV money with the playoff, uh, with the players so they're still as motivated and they don't feel like they're being skipped out. So they don't feel, you know, minimized in this situation where it's all about the owners, billionaires collecting more money. And the players want to feel like they're, you know, on equal footing, even though they're not. They want to they want to feel more important. They don't want to feel patronized. And I think keeping away all that money from the players, knowing players usually get postseason, you know, bonuses and you're just going to keep that for yourself. I don't I don't think that will sit well with the players. So I think they're definitely uh, going to I think the owners are definitely going to have to look at the TV money and surely uh Think about uh, sharing it with the players because the players are definitely deserving of the TV money. I mean, let's face it. We watch sports because of players in the competition, not because of the owners, their front offices. So they definitely need to be sharing that money with their players. But we'll see what happens in the next uh, in the next 48 hours. I, I don't know if the players' union will accept this proposal if I had to guess, uh, I would say probably not. It doesn't seem like they're really in the business of giving up their money right now. I mean, if you just listen to what Scott Boris is saying, every comment it seems to make is, we're not taking uh, pay cuts. We're not doing prorated salaries. We, we Or he probably will do a prorated salary, but they're not doing any more pay cuts than what they already did. They want the full amount of their salary per game of what they would have got if there was a normal season. And that's just how Scott Boris works. He's all about the money. He's the best agent at getting his players the money. But in this situation, he's hurting just the overall sports league. He's hurting the MLB. And yes, he's looking out for maybe the best interest of the players. 
He's not looking out for the best interests of the fans, and the fans are the ones that drive the revenue. They're the ones that get the players the money because if there's no eyeballs on the TV, if there's no eyeballs on social media, there's no one looking at these players, and no one's going to pay these players. You need the sport to make the money, and it seems like Scott Boris would rather his players get paid than to actually have the sport back, which is a little disheartening because a lot of guys, a lot of fans want to see the sport back. And, yeah, they want the players to be safe, of course. If it comes to health and safety, and if you're telling me that's why players are skeptical of uh, coming back, then there's nothing I can say. There's no disagreement I can say with that. If you're scared of your life, if, you're, if you have asthma or other you know, underlying respiratory issues or illnesses, and you say, you know, I'm fearful, or you live with, you know, family members who have those kind of issues, and you say, I don't want to be tracking this home or be around my family who who I know are more susceptible to the disease and COVID-19, then yeah, I can't argue with that. I can't argue if you want to be, you know, safe and healthy for your for yourself and your family and your friend. And if you want to make sure they're, they're going to be safe and healthy and everything, then I, I don't have an argument for that. There's nothing I can say to rebuke that. But if you're just saying you don't want to play baseball, you don't want to come back because of the money, you're scared that you don't want to lose, you know, shave off another $3 million off your, your $17 million contract, or who knows how much it goes down. Maybe you go from 17 to 5. But guess what? You know, I think five is still pretty good. And you know what? I think once this pandemic, you know, is over next season, I think your money will probably start getting back to normal over. uh, I think your money will probably start getting back to normal pretty quickly. And if you're that good of a player, then go out there and get some endorsements. Go earn your money. Go get a higher pay contract. Go go do more on the field. You know, Uh, I think maybe you wouldn't think about the money if you're just a better player because your contract. Uh, you, you just won't be thinking about it because of all the money you would have made from your contract. I do think about the players uh, who are not making a ton of money right now and might have to risk their life. For them, I'll say, you know, the money might be important for them. But even still, those guys who are in the majors not making a lot of money, they're still making, you know, a few hundred thousand dollars. So regardless, these guys are getting paid. And I don't want to see the money as the main motivation for why these guys should or shouldn't come back. It should be about, if you want to talk about reasons for not coming back, only talk to me about health and safety. I don't want to hear about money because these guys are making, you know, a boatload of money. And it's all relative, you know, because you got to compare what they make to themselves or even what they make compared to other sports and what they're going to make. But baseball players are some of the most lucrative athletes in all the sports. They get the longest-term deals of some of the most notable athletes we see. I mean, the, you're a pitcher like Garrett Cole making $200 million playing 30 games, you know, pitching every fifth day in a sport. Meanwhile, you got Christian McCaffrey playing, you know, half the games that Garrett Cole's playing, but taking double the beating, pounding, and just wear and tear in his body. And you know what? I bet you Christian McCaffrey would go out and play and not complain like a, like a Chris Archer. I, I think yeah, a lot of it just comes down to your mentality. And, again, if you're telling me safety and health concerns, I won't, I won't argue or have anything to say. But if it's just about money and that's the main reason why you, you don't want to come back right now, that's the main reason why you think the season should be delayed or canceled, then maybe, you know what, maybe baseball is not the sport for you. Maybe just sports in general aren't the sport for you. And I wouldn't want you on my team, probably. I would rather have someone, you know, whose heart is in it for the game, who who plays for more than just the money, who plays to actually win the game. And that's just for, um, that's just me personally. That's who I'd want on my team. I know not every athlete's in it to win it. I know it's also a job in a business. And some players are just in it to, to, to make the buck and leave and just have a good time. And that's okay. 
there's nothing wrong with that. But I don't want to hear a millionaire complain about how he's going from ten to seven million and he can't play unless he gets his full million, you know, ten million dollar contract. I don't want to hear millionaires quibble about millions of dollars because it's just insignificant to me. And there's just so many bigger issues going on in the world of sports and just in the world in general in the landscape that we see now going around the country. So. If you're complaining about pay, that's not the reason you're coming back to baseball, then don't play for my team because I don't want you. Thank you to everyone who tuned in to this edition of the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. I will tell your Alexa device to play the newest edition of the Locked On MLB podcast so you guys stay up to date with MLB news and updates. And I hope everyone goes to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to get $10 off your first order. That's BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKEDON. Hope everyone is staying safe, staying healthy, and staying inside. Peace!